No, I went to the uh, the 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 wrestling trivia with DJ and his friend Brett. Right. No. No. Adam. No. No. Adam. I I I assume Adam has uh, what's call it? Uh, fancy gentleman work. Baseball. Baseball. That's not a real sport. Right. So I don't know if I don't know if we, if you're saving that for the for the a-, a Todds because that's wrestling talk. Uh no, you know we could talk about it. It was uh, interesting. Um... Okay. Hang on. Uh oh. I gotta do my I gotta do my due diligence. Okay. For my uh, promoting of wrestling shows. Oh boy. Your due diligence. Uh... But no, it was good. Uh, we got um. There was a bunch of questions, a lot of multiple choicey questions. We got two wrong, and one was because DJ wrote the wrong thing. Well, you told him to write the other thing, and he wrote the wrong thing? Okay. So this is going to be covered on uh, At Odds with Wrestling in much greater detail. Mm-hmm. But this is Longbox Heroes After Dark, uh, episode 236. So this will already have be- been brought up because that'll right. be Wednesday. But I'm assuming that there are people who listen to this show and not the wrestling show or the wrestling show and not the other show. So sometimes sure. things can cross over, right? Gotcha. So the first round was relatively easy questions. Second round was a little bit tougher. Then the third round was like, um, you know, kind of all over the place. Right. Joe level questions. Well, see, the, it was all WWE. And there was dispute on one of the questions. Well, of how, well, not for me. I was like, okay. there were, okay, so one of the questions was, who has held the WWE Championship the most times? And Is for, it Harley, Harley wait, Race, the eight-time champion? No, there's people that have held it more than eight times. Okay. And for a bonus point, how many times has that person held the title? Okay. Now, they show a picture of a specific title on the screen. <laughs> okay? And and we're like, oh, who could it be? And I thought it was this one. And Brett, DJ's friend, thought it was this one. I go, okay, I think that's right. Because it's not Flair. Because they're specifically saying WWE. So I'm like, okay, it's it's definitely John Cena, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, how many? And Brett's like, it's 16. Because I know they made a big deal about it on TV that he tied Ric Flair's record. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like, in his most recent run was them, like, it was specifically about him beating Ric Flair's record. So he won it 16 times, right? Mm-hmm. So there's another group of guys next to us that grabbed one of the question ladies and was like, for this question, is it the belt that's pictured or is it the, and like, these Ugh. poor girls, you know what I mean? Oh, I, they knew. They, they were knew being all the at gunpoint to do a World Wrestling Entertainment trivia night. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, don't pay attention to the picture of the belt. Go with whatever it is, right? So... Or go with WWE Championship. So John Cena is the correct answer, but they put up that John Cena won it 13 times, not 16 times. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. And I'm like, I go, oh, you know, I go, it is 16 times, but it was the bonus question. I go, and I just and I just put into, like, my phone after the questions are all done. I go, John Cena 13, and it pre-fills 13th time, and there's a bunch of articles, even on WWE.com, of him winning it 13 times. And I go, it, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? We got the bonus part wrong. 
But that wasn't one of the ones that, like, for real we got wrong. Right. So this other group of guys were, like, going out of their goddamn minds. Wrestling fans going out of their minds? Never. <laughs> now, there, like, where, where this was, there was, like, a patio area, and we were not. We were one of, like, three teams that were not out on the patio area, which was fine. I was quite all right kind of being sequestered by ourselves. That's right, because as soon as they heard the voice, they'd be like, Leonard F. Jakarison? Yeah, I don't think so. A lot of, a lot of Bullet Boy fan, uh, Bullet Boy shirts. <laughs> a lot of Bullet Boy shirts. Oh, boy, you were outnumbered. But there were three, I think there were 22 teams. There were three teams that got all the questions right, so they were going to have to have a runoff. I say to DJ and Brett, I'm like, that's not us. I'm going home. I got a podcast to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So I left. I don't know who won one, and I really don't care. But uh, the one question I got wrong, it was like, and again, like I'm like, oh, I can't believe it, you know. But it was no big deal. It happens. Questions go wrong. Now sounds like a big deal. DJ messed it up. No, no, no. So here's where DJ messed up. The first round is they put up a picture of two people, and they say, name this tag team. Uh, they, and again, I, I, I go through a whole bunch of things. They put up like a picture of Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage. That's the mega powers. They put up a picture, Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sags. That's the nasty boys. They put up a picture of Undertaker and Kane. That's the brothers of destruction. Todd, I ask you, they put up a picture of Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. That is, um, and and don't don't try to be cute or funny no. with your answer. Do you do you really know the answer or no? I probably do, but I'm drawing a blank right now. Weren't they the weren't they one of the expresses or something? Honestly, like Rock okay. and Roll Express. Very, okay, so you're close. Uh, they uh, they are the Rockers. Okay, Rockers. I knew it was something like that. Right. But you say you've told me like there's a mil- like there was a million knockoffs in like like you know like the what like the territories. It was like hey they work so let's right. just steal it. There was the Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, Rock and Roll RPMs. They were originally the Midnight Rockers. All these things, but specifically the picture they show in their bright baby blue WWE outfits, they're the Rockers. Mm-hmm. DJ wrote down the Rocks. Oh. And we didn't even look. We're like, oh, it's Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. It's the Rockers. DJ knows how to spell things. He'll write down the Rockers. <laughs> and we see the thing goes up for round one. We're like, we got one wrong. What the fuck did we get wrong? And we're going through all the questions. We're looking, we're looking, we're looking. So DJ goes up and asks. He's like, hey, you wrote down that we got one wrong. And I know we got them all right. And they're like, yeah, here's your sheet. You got this one wrong. And DJ fessed up that he wrote down the rocks. And socks. <laughs> no, not no, and that's the thing. If it was the rock and sock connection, all right, I'll give it to you. Um, but it was it was a good like the first round was super easy, second round was a little bit tougher, and then the third round was like more of a mix of the first two rounds. But it was fun. I was out I was out of my house during the, oh during, the during the night and the middle of the week. I don't know what to do with myself. Oh, now I know what it takes. I need to fake a wrestling trivia night. Right. And that's the other thing is I thought it was supposed to be on Wednesday and stuff with my schedule cleared up. So I'm like, hey, DJ, I'm good to go Wednesday. And DJ goes, I don't know what's going on Wednesday, but Tuesday is the wrestling trivia night. I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot what day it was. Where was it? 
What was that? Where where was it? A place called River Grill in Wilkes-Barre. Okay, I think I know, but I'm not sure. All right. I was just curious if I knew. When you said patio, it made me think of a couple of places. Mm-hmm. So. But you had a good time. Yes, I had a good time because I was out of my house. Yeah. I I I didn't have a good time this weekend. I was forced to watch wrestling at gunpoint. Now, I want to bring that up. I figured uh, you would because I was upset that you liked none of my tweets. I did it just for you. Well, no, I'm, okay, and I'm glad you said that, Todd. Right. I end up having to watch the pay-per-view on a delay because I go to my dad's house. I get the boy ready for bed. I don't usually start watching the pay-per-view until about 9 o'clock. Right. So I'm, I'm already two hours behind. Then I see after the pay-per-view is well over, mm-hmm. I've brushed my teeth. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> and then I see, oh, let me tweet about the first match. I'm like. What the hell is going on? Is Todd hacked or something? And then I see another tweet come out, and I'm like, it is too late for this. And I went to bed. I know. I figured, because we, we watched Game of Thrones. What? What? What'd you watch? Game of Thrones. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it? Mm-hmm. You're not on the petition? Uh, I look so much retweet. <laughs> uh, what the hell was it? Uh, I have a petition for them to bring someone back to life. Mm-hmm. I forget. I, I have too many goddamn tweets. <laughs> so I I went over and then he was like, you know, I got to start watching this for that. And I was like sitting there and I'm like, ah, I went home. I, I should have went home. But I ended up watching it. And once again, you know what ruined the pay-per-view for me, Joe? Everything. No, the wrestling. Oh, <laughs> it's like as soon as they get in the ring and shit starts happening, I just want to hang myself. <laughs> but when you see uh, the 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 fancy gentle lady, uh, I don't know her name now. Is it Lacey Evans? Uh, the sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans. Right. Um, and uh, I, I'm watching. She comes down and I just want to say. I'm going to I'm going to blow up uh, Adam's spot because he watches things like fast forward kind of a deal. Like he's like if I'm not interested I think maybe. he's mentioned that. Right, he maybe he won't watch it. So I'm watching it and then like Lacey comes down and she's like he's like okay, Lacey's coming out and he's like boof and she's in the ring and she's standing maybe on the turnbuckles or whatever and she has two holsters and I'm like fuck, go back. Go back. <laughs> I want to see what this shit is all about. Like, I don't care about them wrestling in the ring. I don't care about money in the bank. I don't care. I want to see what was in those holsters. Right. So she comes out and she pulls the two, like, green guns. And like I said, she looked like a, a stripper on St. Patty's Day. But she comes out with the money guns. And I'm like, that's fantastic. They're, like I said, they're still not as good as the bla- uh, the Bad Blasters. But I'm like, yeah, so then, like, something else, I forget what we were watching, I was like, back, oh, it was Charlotte getting in the ring, and I'm like, fucking back it up, I want to see if she does a cartwheel. (laughs) Listen, you have specific things that interest you about the world of sports and entertainment, I get you. Exactly, and then, like, then, like I said, I think uh, Charlotte is on enhanced drugs, if you know what I mean. What? Uh But, you know, I don't know, I think she's... She needs a lot of food, is that what you're insinuating? I think she's been, uh... I think there's juice somewhere in her. But no, I was just like, ah. and then I forget where we got. And he was like, I'm, I'm going to bed. And I'm like, good. Cause I'm, 
I'm pretty much done. But uh, there's a couple of things that I'm gonna that I'm gonna keep quiet because I think Adam's gonna bring them up on uh, on your podcast that that he was writing notes as uh, with things that I was saying, so he's probably gonna want to talk to you. Uh, but no, the the retweet that I had from the other day was please sign my petition to bring John Ritter back to life. Oh, okay. It's as as real as a petition and as possible as happening as rewriting the entire last season of a TV show. That's because right. Because of an internet petition. Right. Where literally one episode costs like tens of millions of dollars. I don't think they're doing that. They fly people over to a real castle. They do. And they put up like barricades so people can't see what they're filming. There's a lot of time and effort put into making the show. But what, 8,000 people didn't like the last episode? Guess what? Welcome to the last X amount of years. You Game of Thrones people get to deal with, I was unsatisfied with the way that ended one time. After this time that you've invested. I'm a wrestling fan, and I've been a wrestling fan for 35 years. I get it every Monday. Every Tuesday and once every sun one <laughs> one Sunday a month. What? And I keep coming back. Oh, now that Game of Thrones is over on Sunday, I don't know how much I'll be over the fancy gentleman's house. So the next time there is a pay per view, I'll probably miss it. So and I'm oh, sad about that because oh. what you're gonna miss the next pay per view? Yeah. If it wasn't. Hmm. I was going to say, in my mind, it was like, huh, maybe there's a day where I don't have school. And I'm like, no, I'm an adult. I have work. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> right. But. We'll, 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 we'll talk off air. Oh, boy. About that one. <laughs> uh, so, other than, so are you one of the people that are upset and offended and hurt for life by uh, the ending of Game of Thrones? Okay. I'm a person. Who thought? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. You're a person? That is true. That is true. I'm a person who thought this season was very rushed, but I know why it was. It was because, as as I've said this joke a thousand times, all the actors want to go off and never have this success again because they're bored with ten years of work. Um, They're like, oh, no. They hate money. Yeah, they hate money, and they, like, legitimately, I have a list of, like, three or four actors that are going to come out of this series with a career, or or already had a career, you know what well, I mean? okay, I'm going to interrupt you there. So, what's-his-face, um... Dinklage. Dinklage came in with the career, left with the career. Right. There was no increase or no decrease. Uh, I think there was a bump. I think there was a bump. But anyway, I get what you're saying. But he went from like, let's say he went from like a 7 to an 8. He didn't go from like a 2 to a 10. Okay. I don't remember what he did before Game of Thrones, so. He was a regular working actor in like a ton of stuff. Like, he was never the star of a movie. Right. And the closest since Game of Thrones that he's been to the star of a movie was the HBO original movie about the life of Hervé Villages. Okay. And maybe the station agent, the station agent, but that was like an art house film. Like he didn't make millions and millions of dollars. Right. He was the villain in one of the X-Men movies. Right. Okay. So there you go. So that was a bump up, but I think he would have gotten that part with or without Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, what's his name? And again, I feel so, uh, Jason Mimosa. 
Yeah. Now I'm just gonna go off on a, on the thing about he was, a, he was a two, and he probably went up to an eight. Right, but I think that was more other work because I think he was he was pretty much gone by like early, like in the middle of the second season. So do you know what I'm saying? Like it was Aquaman to me that put him on the map, but he wouldn't have got Aquaman without Game of Thrones. Right, but he's not one of them who was at the end going, we don't want to do this anymore. Like, you can't, to me, I can't count him because he was already out and never coming back. I, I'm I talk- get what you're saying. I get I'm, what you're, I'm, just, about- I'm just trying to think of who from Game of Thrones are actual stars outside of Game of Thrones. Right. Uh, what I maybe mean the guy that- who plays Jon Snow? Jon Snow will not have a career. Jon but- Snow will have... What's the Jon actor's Snow's- name? His name is uh, Kit Harrington. He's I- go. I only know that he exists as Jon Snow. Right. Go watch. Okay, so I know him to see him. Mm -hmm. Like, if you show me a picture of him, I'm like, that's Jon Snow. Mm -hmm. You show me a picture of Dinklage, I know that's Dinklage. You show me a picture of Jason Momoa, I'm like, that's Aquaman. But I don't think there's anyone else. I might be able to pick Cersei out. Is that a person? Yeah, Cersei, you'd know. She's in a ton of stuff. I can't think of her name right off the top of my head. But she was in, did you ever see Dread? Uh, yeah, yeah. She was the female villain in Dread, and she's she's worked in a ton of movies, and she'll have work afterwards. Okay, so there's one. There's one. Now, okay, here's so what I'm going by. Right, I'm also, where you're going is people that were there from the beginning to the end. Right, or it's somewhere in the middle, like, people did pop up, but I'm talking about anybody who's left in the seventh or eighth season who's like, we could keep doing this show, and they're like, no, we want to wrap it up, shorten the episodes, give us lots of money, and then we're leaving. So, like, uh, Kid Harrington is not going to have a career. He's, other than he, other than Jon Snow, he's a bad actor. He was, like, in Pompeii. It was terrible. He was terrible in it. He's going to have, like, four projects riding that wave of success and then just go off and disappear. Uh, the guy who plays Jamie Lannister... Uh, is an actor, and I, I don't have like all their names. I'm gonna start looking stuff up here. He's somebody who, who uh, he's Cersei's brother. He he's like a legitimate, like great actor. He's been in stuff that you wouldn't know, but I know like he has the potential because he was one of the best actors on the show to go off and have a career. I'm using that as a criteria. Do you know what I mean? Like you're watching, you're like, this guy's good. So if he finds the right project, he can at least have a career. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm maybe the girl who plays Arya, the 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 youngest girl. But the the rest of them, I'm like, you're all gonna be mid level people in British shows or a, occasionally something. But you're not you're not gonna be making the money. Even like these these lesser guys were making tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars an episode. Some of them were making a million for the last season. And like I said, that's that's just not going to happen again. So, uh, Kit Harrington, mm-hmm. uh, he was a voice in a, a How to Train Your Dragon movie, right? Uh, he was also the voice of something called in in something called Zog, which mm-hmm. looks like a animated TV project. Uh, he was the voice of a character in a Call of Duty game, right? And he was in the fifth Mission Impossible movie. Okay. Currently has nothing else on his docket after Game of Thrones. Right. So who was uh, the girl Cersei Lannister? Yeah, Lena Headley. Le- right, Lena Headley. Okay. 
So let's see what she's got going on. Uh, she was, oh, she was in the World Wrestling Entertainment film Fighting With My Family. Say no more. I don't need to look at the rest of her filmography. She's fine. Mm-hmm. Once you're in World Wrestling Entertainment movies, you're doing all right for yourself. Okay. Uh, who else are we looking at? Who else did you say? Uh, Jamie Lannister is a person, right? Yes. His, I don't know how to say his name. It's like Nicolaja uh, Coster Wajagugu. Yes. Wajagugu. Right. Uh, he uh, was on an episode of The Simpsons. He was on a Netflix uh, movie called Small Crimes. He has two movies coming out, one called The Silencing and another one called Notat, which don't have posters on IMDb. And then he's also in a movie called Domino, which has nothing to do with the uh, character from the X-Men comics. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so he's he's fine, too. He's, uh, listen, Todd, what are we talking about? These guys seem to be very busy. Um, who else? I'm, look, I'm looking over over the last season. Amelia Clark, who played Daenerys, is I think I've seen she was in that god awful uh, Genesis movie, Terminator oh, Genesis. Terminator yes, I don't think she's gonna do. I think she's gonna have the same thing as Kit Harrington. She's gonna have the like that wave where she's gonna do a couple of projects, right? Um, and then she's just gonna like disappear like my take on why a lot of these people don't have projects in the hopper is because they just stopped filming in like like new zealand so they didn't have time to to get other projects going you know what i mean and uh what do you say like they they literally are like on a press junket constantly for Game of Thrones. Like, that was the one thing. It was, like, the same way with the Avengers. I was so sick and tired of, I, as much as I liked the show. The the press, it was like, here's videos of the, the cast of Game of Thrones humming the theme song. And you're like, just stop and let me watch the show. You know what I mean? Like, go away. But do you want to know what I thought of the episode, Joe? Yeah, so I, on the episode, I... I, I like the season. It moved too fast. Um, I wish it had more time to breathe. I have no problem with certain characters going crazy, blah, blah, blah. The last episode, though, I don't hate the decisions that, that a lot of the, they made for a lot of the endings to certain of the characters. But in the end, I was just like, I don't hate this episode. I don't like this episode. I think the most damning thing about the episode is I just don't care if that makes any sense. And that's the worst, as we always said, that's the worst thing that you can do is, is, is have that. There was a couple of scenes I was like, that's really cool. Um, if anybody saw it, I like the scene of Brienne. You won't know any of this. Nope. Brienne writing in the book about Jamie, like his life. Uh, they have a book of nights and she, she wrote all the things that he did. There was Tyrion explaining why Cersei was bad. And it was one of the, or not Cersei, uh, uh, Daenerys was bad. And I was like, this is all things I said in between last week's episode and this, this week's episode with people. And there was like one or two other things that I was like, great. But uh, the dragon burned the iron throne and melted it down. And I'm like, Oh, nice, nice decision on the dragon. And then Bran for, you know, for two seasons now, he's like, I don't want to rule Winterfell. I'm not, it's not, but I'll, I'll be on the Iron Throne or even though it's gone, I'll rule King's Landing. I'm like, a lot of these decisions just don't make sense. 
um, or they do make sense, and there was no emotional impact for me. But uh, I did like Arya going off to see what was west of Westeros on a ship, though the only thing is uh, the Hound sh- should have sh- joined her uh, after he was saved in the mattress factory because he fell off the a great height into a fire. <laughs> and he... And he should have joined her, but since he didn't, at least they could have named the ship the the Sea Hound or something after him. But all in all, for seven or six amazing seasons, uh, two hurried seasons don't ruin it for me. So it's still a great show. Okay, so I I ask, because I know that they were based on the books, Mm -hmm. and there's five books out? Yes. Okay. And... With seasons one through five, six, let's say, how closely do they follow those first five books? I have no idea. I've never read the books. Okay, so that was going to be my question there was, because uh, obviously it's been taking George R.R.R. Martin a long time to write that last book, but... Last two books. Because... Last two books, okay. So was it such a big deal to get this TV show done before the books were done? I think they had to, because what were they going to do? Stop production and wait 10 years for them to finish those two books? Why not? Uh, Because the actors aren't going to wait around to do that. And HBO wants to make their money now. They Uh don't care about the books. And that, okay, so I guess, do, do you feel that more of this online backlash is the people who read the books as well as watch the show? And are kind of upset with maybe them not waiting, or one would assume that when these books are done, George R.R. Martin isn't going to do what happened in the show. He's going to do his own thing. I think, okay, listening to George R.R. Martin, now the show... From what I understand, there are there are plot lines that are in the book. Like his page, his books are ridiculously long. So there's things in the book and characters in the book that never made it to the TV show. Just like any adaptation that we've ever watched, you know. Sometimes there's too much in there. So there's characters and there's side plots and there's things that he's gonna do. So he said he he said he goes my book my book is gonna end the same, but it's not because you're gonna have other characters. Some characters in, in the show were amalgams of other characters, if you know what I mean. Like, yes. they gave, they gave, like, this was a character in the book, but they also gave that character three other plots going on because they didn't want to add three more characters. Mm-hmm. So, other people might do various things that are different to get us to the end, but pretty much he said, I gave them my working Bible, and this is going to be the end of the show or the end of the books. But it's going to be slightly different because there's more characters, which which I get. What I think ruined it for people is all these people, as to put it in a vernacular that you can understand, dream book the ending of this. Gotcha. And they're all like, oh, it like, and you won't get any of this. But Cersei has to die by Arya's hand because she could take people's faces. Let's just say magic. A wizard did it, so you'll understand. And she could pretend to be other people, like, you know, like the the unknown soldier in comics or whatever. She could wear the mask. And, and they're like, oh, well, she's going to kill Jamie and pretend to be Jamie and kill Cersei, her brother, who they're in love. And and that'd be so cool when she, she thinks it's her brother has betrayed her and she'll never know it was Arya. That never happened. Everybody wanted that. They didn't get that. So, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, this, we want this to happen. We want that to happen. We want this to happen. And of those six or seven things, 
only one of them did, which was the Hound versus the Mountain, which was, as I always say, the Hound's my favorite character, all joking aside. But it pretty much went down the way everybody expected. And then everybody was like, this is the greatest. Then everything after that was... Yeah, we kind of we kind of figured that was going to happen, but not that way. We figured this was going to happen, but not that way. We don't like it. We hate it. Now, I don't hate it. I just think a lot of the emotional punch they were in such a hurry, and the writing was like so quick that it didn't it didn't land the right way. I didn't have a problem with how they did it. I just don't think it it, it landed the right way. So. Okay. I know, like none of like that probably doesn't make any sense to you. No, no. I listen. I get you. It's just, I think so many people had so much invested in this show mm-hmm. that no matter what the ending was, they weren't going to be happy just because one person's dream booked idea is this. Is that everyone's dream booked idea of what was going to happen? I believe it was a lot of people's dream booking. I'm not going to say everybody, but like when you, when you talk to a lot of people, they're like, they, the, like the seeds had been planted in their minds. So I do believe, let's just put it this way. Everybody I talked to had the same six or seven theories. So I'm guessing a, as a sample size that works everywhere. Do you know what I mean? I could be wrong, but that's the way I look at it. Right, but what is what happens so different and so out of nowhere that it makes no sense? Or is at least there's some um, framework for what happened to kind of fit into what's come before? There is framework, but mm-hmm. once again, because the previous seasons were 10 episodes and the actors didn't want to do as many episodes and the writers were kind of tired, they... They instead of they had a seven season uh, a seven episode season last year and they had a six season episode this year so I do believe a lot of the stuff was there um, but it was it was ham fisted put in and if you had ten two ten episode seasons you would have been able to lay the groundwork a little more but in the end nobody wanted who who ended up being the ruler it was just a character who. Because he was like touched by magic, he he just he stared off into space and spoke in like riddles and like things only you can understand. And the character was great for a side character, but he was really boring. So in the end, you're like, this is your ruler, and everybody's like, nobody wanted Bran, nobody wanted this character as the ruler. So in the end, like that one, I think is if that's his his idea. Nobody, no, like literally nobody wanted it, but I could see how he set it up throughout the series, if that makes any sense. And people wonder why I don't watch a lot of other TV shows, because I don't want this sort of involvement in my life. I don't want this sort of heartache. And again, I jokingly said before about wrestling, I don't get as bent out of shape about wrestling as other people do. At the end of the day, Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of happy that my friends are making money. And, you know, if there's a three-hour Raw that you're upset about, I'm probably, I could probably go right along with you and complain about some of those things, but I'm really going to more so focus on the things that I enjoyed. Right. And like I said, that's why when it came to this, I'm like, that's why you didn't see me, like, tweeting out, like, oh, this is a travesty, or or, this is good, because it was eh, and I'm like, I have nothing to say about this on Twitter that's going to get me anywhere. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like uh, either people are going to, people are going to, it's, it's either you loved it or you hated it. And there's no in between. And I'm like, eh, I'm in between. And when you're in between 
nobody wants to hear what you have to say. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'll just say, and I'll, I'll try to stop saying, um, so goddamn much as, as well. Let's go in somewhere with this. And I forget now. So most TV shows these days, I think overstay their welcome. Mm-hmm. And I understand what you're saying is they wanted to get it done. HBO didn't care and everything like that. And the actors wanted to go on and do their own thing. Couldn't they have just taken more time off, let the actors go and do their own things with caveats in their contracts that say, when this next thing is ready, based on the books, we're going to film, whether that's six months from now or three years from now. Okay, let me bring something up and then we're going to. We're, we're going to talk about that because I got I to gotta have the, the numbers in front of me. Um, da, 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 as you do uh, Song of Fire and Ice. Okay. The first book came out in 1996. Okay. The second book came out in 1998. Two years. The third oh, it's a book doomsday came, clock schedule. I'm ready. Go ahead. Right. The, the third book came out in 2000. So we're like two years in between books. Right. The The fourth book came out in 2005. Okay, a little bit more time. The next book came out in 2011. Now, when did the TV show start? Um, now, 2011, we're still waiting for the next book. And there's two, and there's another one to go after it. Okay. So that's, that's, that's eight years since the last book. We still don't know when it's coming out. It was supposed to be out two years ago, he said, for the for the for season seven to come out. It's it, still it's still not out, and we have one more book to go. So it was eight years between that book. So it say it's another two years. That's ten years. We're in in two in twenty twenty nine. We're gonna see the end of Game of Thrones. Well, listen, Todd, I, to use your own logic back on you. This one's just taken an extra long time because it was very difficult to draw. I'm sure once this next book is out, the other one will be right out on after it. Right. Well, right and, on and, its heels. But uh, so yes, the the series started as now that I think about it in 2011. The TV show started in 2011. Yes. yes. So the TV show started in 2011 when the fifth book came out, right? Right. So what they could have done was. And obviously they were under the guise that the the, the next book was going to be out in 2017, okay? Mm-hmm. So in their mind, we're going to do like a season per each book. Well, you know, I'm sure maybe they could figure out like, why did they start milking it then? Like, hey, let's turn this one book instead of making it a season. Let's make it two seasons out of one book. Really flesh things out. Or... Uh, it's HBO. Uh, you know, you could do episodes whenever you want. You want to do a, two, uh, a ten episode, uh, ten episode season? Let's do two years in between each season. Let's do three. Let's do however much time we want because we're HBO and it's Game of Thrones, and we can kind of sort of do whatever we want. And like I said, I know you're joking about the Doomsday Clock, but a little bit, a little bit, but literally. When that when when it came out, when the TV show started, the fifth book was out. The fifth book was out. He's like, I have two more. They're like, eh, this should take eight seasons. Eight seasons. If you hurry up, if you hurry up, you sign the deal, 
you get these two books done in 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 six years. You've you've done two years apart. This is in this is on George R. R. Martin, not HBO. And he should have had these done. And he talks about like, oh, I'll, I'll write when I feel like writing. I'd rather, I'd rather uh, edit my wild card books because I like editing other writers and, and giving them careers. It's like, no, no, no. People are are getting checks because of you. Now you have a responsibility to other people too. And there was a famous line when people went after went after George R. R. Martin. And Neil Gaiman's like, well, George R. R. Martin is not your bitch. He'll write when he wants to. And I'm like, yeah, there's a part of that. But when you wait like nine years between or eight years between books and people kind of get on you like, like get you're 70. When are you going to finish these books? I don't know. I, I just look at it as he should have he should have sped it up. what happens when you get involved with creative types you know yeah i mean it's not like he's making star uh star girl the tv show come on exactly would, then he wouldn't have to write doomsday clock but we know that's coming out next week so we're all good so far so far so far but all right everybody that's that's a lot of uh listen i gave you game of thrones talk because we talked about uh Wrestling? Uh, wrestling stuff, yeah. Now, is there anything else we need to mention? Is there? Yeah, Al's Gals. Oh, Al's Gals. Jesus Christ, there's so much other stuff going on. I forget everything. Okay. So, uh, next week, Al's Gals. This will be in the show notes. One of the things that I uh, love about these backdoor pilots are is when the only thing that's better than here's the backdoor pilot as a regular episode of the show and we lead right into the actual series itself is when the backdoor pilot fails and they just tack it on or like it never gets out of the box or it tests poorly or whatever it is mm-hmm. and they just tack it on to the end of the season that exists as a bonus episode or whatever it is right right so you get like this satisfying maybe season finale you know most sitcoms in the late 80s mid 90s didn't really give you like this cliffhangery uh season finale which is like well here's a big thing that happens we're off for three months right so uh one of the bigger tv shows of the early to mid 90s was a television show called the nanny starring fran drescher uh you would know her by the laugh the (laughs) right she was in dr detroit right she was in okay so she's in dr detroit She's in Spinal Tap. She was a comedic actress who had been kicking around the business in small bit parts for a very long time. And this was the first thing that really hit for her, right? Mm-hmm. So it hits. It's a big hit on CBS. Uh, CBS really wasn't so much as a comedy thing uh, at the time. They were still more your dramas or even your dramedies, as it were. So the show's a big hit, and they decide they're going to attempt to spin this off into the second season they already make this decision now if you remember the premise of the nanny i guess she was like a hairdresser or a beautician or whatever it is right and she shows up at this fancy hoity-toity place um the same day that the existing butler or nanny or whatever the hell it is quits so she comes in she's helping the kids around the father who can't be bothered uh kind of just assumes that she's the new nanny and you're off to the races right and then hijinks ensue. Hijinks ensue. So, 
the pilot for this, uh, the spinoff for the show, was going to be the be- the beauty shop where the nanny used to work at called the Chatterbox was going to be full of all these wild and colorful characters that were going to be enough to carry on their own supporting TV show. Sadly, none of them had ever been introduced into the show ever prior to this or up to this point. So here's this extra episode. It's episode 25 of season two. Because, you know, most sitcoms did three to five episodes longer than they needed to of their 22-episode run. Mm Mm-hmm. So they have this pilot, Fran Drescher's in it, and it's introducing a ton of new characters. And it feels as though they might have tacked on some extra stuff to make it feel like it's part of the regular nanny show. And, of course, the show never takes off, so it just ends up kind of being forgotten. But this was supposed to be the nanny spinoff of all the crazy characters at her, her old beauty salon. Mm-hmm. So, again, it wasn't like an episode of The Nanny that led into this. It wasn't, you know, getting a couple episode run. This was one and done, buried at the end of a season. And I love that. I love it almost as much as the actual episode of the show leading into the debut episode of these new characters that we just introduced to you. Yep. And it's an easy it's an easy get this week. It's right. a half hour and we're out. That's right. That's again. There's no commercials in the version that I have, so I think I think they may even cut the credits. So you're like at 20 minutes. Ooh. Let's keep things easy. I don't want to, I don't want my poor Todd doing all this extra work during the summer. Oh, I do get overheated. That's right. So that's your assignment for next week. Watch uh, season two, episode 25 of the Nanny, the Chatterbox uh, spinoff that was failed, and they just tucked away at the end of the season. Right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, This was episode 236 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. And uh, we'll see you all here next week.